Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to, you know it's fake, right? The ongoing battle with the dirtiest four-letter word in professional wrestling. I am your host. My name is Brian Breaker. We have a great show today. Um, I'm really excited for everyone to hear this one. Alex Warren will be my guest. Uh, if you don't know Alex, he was a guy who trained here in Tulsa, Oklahoma to be a professional wrestler for a few months. Um, he went off and trained a little bit in Houston, Texas. And decided to kind of get away from the wrestling business. And um, interestingly enough, I think sometimes we realize how small the world is. I am literally watching The Weakest Link on Peacock, which probably most of you have if you're a wrestling fan. And who's a contestant on The Weakest Link? Alex. Unbelievable. I was I was completely just thrown off guard. I had no idea he was going to be on there. We had kind of, um, we didn't, we weren't really on social media with each other. One of those things where we only briefly knew each other. We got along great, but didn't know each other real well. And so, um, seeing him on the weakest link was, um, it was definitely interesting. So, um, I had to hit him up. I was like, dude, I'm a, I'm a game show mark. I always have been. I would love to hear about your experience on the weakest link. If you'd like to come on my podcast, he was all about it. And, we have a great conversation. We do we do touch on, you know, on his wrestling, his time in wrestling. And we also touch on his entire weakest league experience, which if you guys are unfamiliar with the process of a game show, there's a lot there. And, and I think it's it's very interesting to uh to hear the behind the scenes details of being uh, a contestant on a game show. So he definitely dives into all of that. And it's a really, really fun conversation. And of course I want to give a shout out to my guest last week, the one and only Sam Stackhouse. Sam is absolutely killing it right now in the independence. He's doing all kinds of great stuff. He's traveling all over the place. So make sure to give him a, a follow on, on his social media accounts and, and see all the cool things he's got going. Um, it was his second appearance on the show. I'm sure he'll be on again down the road. Just a, a really fun guy to talk with. But let's not waste any more time on this intro. Let's kick it over to my conversation with Alex Warren, all about The Weakest Link. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Joining me here in studio, the one and only Alex Warren. What's going on, man? Man, we are doing good. Excited to be here. I appreciate you reaching out and Dude, it's been, seeing what this can be. It's been a while. Dude, uh, probably like four years, I'd so, say. A little over four years, maybe. I, can't, I have to start this way, just because it's so <laughs> topical. I'm A guilty pleasure of mine is The Weakest Link. Yep. I love that show. It's on uh, Peacock. I And I don't know if you know this, I first got into it because the WWE wrestlers yeah, were on yeah. there. I think Kane won yes. an episode way back in the day. Yeah, and him so, and Bubba Ray, right? Exactly. Went down to. Yep, exactly. And so I knew they were going to be on, so I watched it because of that. And I was like, mm-hmm. I really like this show. And so they recently relaunched it with Jane Lynch yep. a couple of years ago. So I, I've kind of been watching it on Peacock. I'm watching it one night, and bam, there you <laughs> and are. And here I am, a familiar face from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. And, you know? <laughs> and it was so funny because I hadn't seen you in so long. Uh-huh. Like it, you know, that goes to you, and I'm like. I know that guy. Yeah, it's gotta be him, right? Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, that's yeah. him. He's on the <laughs> that, weakest that link. That was me, man. The weakest link, dude. It was one of the funnest experiences, like being on, you know, a game show. Because just like you, 
big fan of game shows. Weakest Link. I watched the original Weakest Link with my grandpa and my dad when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, the host, Ann Robinson, right, I want to say. Right, exactly. But her personality, her her comments, and the way, like, the contestants would, like, fire back at her. Yeah. You know, that's what, like, got me into it. So I remember when season one got rebooted with Jane Lynch, watching it, and then I just decided, like, do I need to apply for another game show, see what can happen. Yeah. And then here I am, season two, episode three. There, there it I is. Am. It's on Peacock. <laughs> it's on Peacock. It's on Hulu. Yeah. So nice. I mean, it's. I remember uh, going back and watching it. I was like, dude, that anytime I want, I can go watch. Watch Absolutely. me on Hulu or Peacock. <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen The Weakest Link, what I think is so fun about it is it's not. There's really no rhyme or reason mm-hmm. to the questions. Not at all. You know, I mean, <laughs> you could get the most complicated question, yep. or. A character from South Park, yeah, which exactly. you got, which, which was, is yeah, which is one of the ones I got. And like that question, I believe it was phrased uh, "butters or popcorn," which is a character from the TV show South Park. Yeah, and I watched South Park. I haven't seen like all the episodes. wasn't a huge fan, but one of my buddies, huge into South Park, and I give him credit. Like, Thank you, Max, for <laughs> showing me South Park and knowing that it was butters. So right, I, I answered that with confidence. <laughs> and what's funny is, like, I was looking at the other contestants because, like, the guy we'll, we'll kind of get into one of the guys mm-hmm. on the show. He didn't know who made the Xbox. Yes, and oh. I'm just like, oh man, you we, know, what? That's we like, will <laughs> talk about that one because because oh. <laughs> it's just like, like, yeah, wow, like, yeah. how did you not know that? So, like, that one and, hurt. <laughs> yeah, if he had got the South Park question, yeah, it could be a completely oh, different it could have been a whole situation. I mean, that's the thing about the show because it's not. Jeopardy. It's not like the yeah. brainiac, you know, trivia show. It's it's more comedic. It's they want they want to trip you up in the way they phrase questions and mm-hmm. the way that yeah, it's simple or yeah, this next one's gonna be super hard and it's right. luck of the draw. You know, it depends on where you're positioned, who and you just get whatever question comes up next and you just got to hope Dude. you know it. <laughs> it was so much fun to see you on there. And what's mm-hmm. funny is I just had a buddy, uh, Johnny Pantoya. I saw. I used to wrestle with him back in Missouri. Mm-hmm. He was just on the Wheel of Fortune. That's so crazy. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like all my friends I, are on game yeah, shows. How are these things happening? It's it's so cool too because like I've had that question. It's like how did you get on like a game show? Like how? Yeah. And dude, it was just. Uh, I think this this was last February, so uh, February 2021. Uh, applied for it and. Uh, just at home on a weeknight. Is that just a simple get on the computer? Yeah, I want to yeah. be on the show. I was, I was watching. I, I think it was during season one, actually. I Because uh, season one came out on weeknights. And was watching it. Liked it. I was like, I need to look on ABC, NBC, the casting sites. Mm-hmm. Found it on there. Uh, went through the application process. Had nothing to do that night. Uh, it was like a couple pages for the application. And then at the end, it said, submit like three photos and a video. And I was like, well, I don't have a video of myself, you know, and it said in between a minute and a half and two minutes. So no joke like that. I had nothing to do. I probably shot like 50 different takes of a little one minute, like one minute and 30 second video because I kept messing up. I didn't have like what I wanted to say. When they say video, what are they wanting? Just like a video of you just talking about yourself. Okay. Just... Just you a know. quick introduction. Yeah, yeah. So personality, be fun because they're looking for – like it says the video is not required but definitely recommended because they want to know, you know, your personality, if you'll be good on TV, if you have like sure. – you know, they don't well, want – people the, can freeze up. Yeah, they don't want that. So uh, I legit did probably over 50 takes because I kept just – I didn't have a, it written down. I didn't have like a script. I just kept – going through and then messing up like 10 seconds in and 30 seconds in and 40 seconds in and then sure. and then finally it's like a wrestling it. promo right? yeah i mean basically it would be you know and then so submitted it and then a couple of weeks later got a call and then for about four months it was different um zoom interviews with casting producers playing rounds of trivia to see how like what i knew if i could like hold my own 
a little bit. Then like every couple of weeks, there was more progression in the selection process. And then from signing different, like, you know, disclosures, like agreements and stuff. But like you basically, you can't talk about, can't this. talk about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then, uh, submitting five pictures of different outfits I'd want to wear and like getting it approved. And then finally about a week before they asked, you know, what airport is good for you. And then they got on my flights and then basically, we filmed it last June of 2021. Which is crazy. Yeah, how to it took nine how, months. Yeah. And then so after the four-month application process, they about a week before it was time to film, they said, hey, we want you on the show. Uh, here's the dates. You'll be out there. And then they paid for the flight, um, my food for every day, and then the hotel. So wow. got a free trip out of it. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, that was a plus. <laughs> well, what's funny, though, is I could see them very easily just being like, yeah, we're going to go with local people from, yeah. from a cost-cutting yeah. perspective. Yeah, you know? and that's what some of those game shows do. Like if you watch Wheel of Fortune and stuff, sometimes there's three California yeah. contestants. Sure. And for my episode of The Weakest Link, there were four contestants from California, and then the other four of us were from out of state. I think there was me from Oklahoma, New York, Texas, and North Carolina. Right. And the other four were all local or somewhat local. Right. To there. Dude, that's that's amazing. Now, did you think from like that application process mm-hmm. like that this was actually going to happen? I mean, I had no idea. So I had applied to a couple of game shows in the past. Uh, never heard anything. Yeah. Uh, there was one, if you remember, American Grit with John Cena. Okay, yeah. Do you yeah. remember that? I it do. was on Fox. Um, it didn't last very long. It didn't. It. I think it went two seasons. Like the first season was more like athletes. I think the second season was more like average Joe's kind of, and I was applying for the first season because I, I was like, Oh shoot, a game show with John Cena. Like right. I'll try it. I got to the top. So they took 24 for the show. Cause it, I think that was like a two month thing. Like it wasn't just a quick thing. You got, you had to commit to like a couple months and I submitted that this was probably in 2016 or so. Um, but I submitted that and actually got to the top 50 and they took thir- the top 32 out to LA and then cut down to 24 for the show. But I didn't get, I, they called when they called me. They're like, "Oh, you're just on the outside of the top 32. Like, we're not going to take you down to L.A. for the final cuts." So I was like, "Just take me, you know." <laughs> and, so and just, I mean, so you're close, me but not. Yeah, that yeah. was the closest I had ever been. So when I submitted this uh, application for the weakest link, I was like, "Ah, it's out there. We'll see what happens." Sure. So and then a couple weeks later, I get the first email, and then a couple more like steps in the process with Zoom interviews and these mm-hmm. different things. And around May is when I was pretty confident I was going to be on the show. So wow. I was like, this is actually going somewhere. They're still talking to me after three months. Like this just might, this just might happen. <laughs> but I could also see just because of, you know, COVID and everything oh, else yeah, happening. Yeah. Like they probably had more than eight people. Yeah. So that, that was, you are right on that. So when I got there, um, because I had to, um, go through the COVID protocol, that's why I was out there for four days. Cause I had to quarantine upon arriving in LA. I had to stay in my hotel and everything. Um, and then had to take a COVID test the day before filming to make sure everything was negative. Um, it all turned out good. Um, but yeah, when I got to the set, I mean, I imagine though, if yeah. you come up positive, yeah, I mean, you're, done, you're right? out. Yeah. Oh, you, 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 they would send you home cause they had all, uh, alternates. Yeah. And so whenever we got to the, the studios that morning, uh, the day of filming, I'm looking around the room. I know there's eight people that, sp- uh, that are supposed to be on the show and they're going over the rules with us. And there's 10 people in this room mm. and I'm like, there's no way like they, flew me out here like to cut me right here and not been on the show. And oh, I was, it would have definitely been a local uh, person. Yeah. I would have yeah. been less against uh, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. So I was, I was getting kind of nervous cause I was like, is this not like a for sure thing yet? You just yeah. flew me out to LA. Here I am like in the studio and it's not like a hundred percent I'm going to be on the show. So I was a little, little nervous, you know, sure. but everything, you know, worked out and was able to go down and, and play the game. So oh, oh, man. Like, like I was telling you, like I'm sitting there just watching it and it comes yeah. to you and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like there's yeah. guys on there. And yeah. 
You did. You did. You did well. I. I mean, that I had did. to be nerve wracking, though, getting live trivia thrown at you like. Yeah, that. it was. I actually was less nervous than I thought I was going to be. Yeah. I thought I was really going to be uh, pretty nervous, and I think what calmed my nerves and uh, a little bit. So the way they did it, um, they filmed the whole season over six days. Okay. Thirteen episodes, two a day, except for one day they did three. So they told you you're either going to be on the morning taping or the afternoon taping. That it was a Tuesday. They told me, "Hey, you're going to be on the morning taping. We'll pick you up at the hotel like 6 a.m. Get you over to the studios. All this stuff." And we're sitting in separate green rooms. You can't talk to the other contestants, build an alliance or friendship or anything. So you're just sitting by yourself. So you have no. You don't really know. No, you don't know who you're going to go up against. You haven't seen them. They keep you isolated pretty much, other than like the initial room to go over the rules. So I'm sitting in there. One of the producers comes down, uh, calls me to have a final interview with the like, executive producer. And I'm like, gosh, it's still not a for sure thing. Wow. So I had to go and he told me, he was like, hey, you know, be fun. This is your first time meeting in person. This is their final decision to see if you're going to be on the show. So I go in, have my in-person interview about five minutes or so. We had to do a questionnaire. We're like getting to know your, like, your hobbies and like your, your personality and stuff. Get done with that. I go back to the room, uh, my little green room. One of the producers comes down to me and says, hey. We're not going to have you on the morning taping, but they want you to hang around for we can probably get you on the afternoon taping today. And I said, wait, Whoa. I was like, is this like, I was like, am I going to be on this show? And he said, I'll tell you this. And this is actually what he said. He goes, the executive producer told me if that guy is not on a show, I quit. Really? So yeah, I was like, okay, cool. So I'll hang out. You yeah, know, yeah. I thought that was a pretty cool. Like, I wonder why the switch though. I don't know. I don't know. Unless they just get to meet all of us there. Maybe they, they know who might go well, like personality wise on the show. And maybe they want to rearrange contestants for like banter with each other. Absolutely. Um, It's got to be an entertainment. Oh yeah. Cause that's what it is at the end of the day. You know, it's all, you know, they need their, their views and, and everything. So they switched me to the afternoon taping. And what was rough is they take your phone right when you get there. Oh, so I'm just in a room. Like they gave me crossword puzzles and Sudoku and word searches. I did all those for like five hours waiting for the afternoon. We're not in a society where you go without your phone. I know. I like five hours, dude. And I was just like, I want to text my mom, let her know like, Hey, you won't hear from me for a while. (laughs) You know? And, uh, then I started hearing everyone come in for the afternoon taping and I was making my presence known, like looking out like the, my little door frame, like, Hey, I'm still back here. Don't forget about me. And then they started taking people down for the show. And then I was like, Hey, am I going? They're like, yeah, we're about to come get you. I was like, all right, I made it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good. on the show. Wow. So it was, it was a little nerve wracking that day, but we got down there. We got to play. That, so. that, that's amazing. Now, when you actually tape the show, mm-hmm. I imagine that's longer than just like the 60 minutes. Right? It sure is. So, um, I think, so since I made it all the way to the end, I got to experience the whole entire show mm-hmm. and it was about four hours. Wow. So a one hour show, because what would happen, we did a couple like practice rounds, getting used to like hitting the bank button and eliminating people. All that, that makes sense. That kind of get you. Sure. And we didn't get to meet Jane. Like she just came out ready to work. Like she was super nice, super friendly, like in between takes and stuff. But we didn't she's get, also got to shoot what you yeah. say, like that many episodes in yeah. a week yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 13 episodes in a week in six days. So like she's there. That's her job. You know, she's there to work. And uh, she came out. She um, would read the intro and we just started playing, you know, like right away. And I was like, oh, here we go, you know. Yeah. So at the end of every round, she would go off um, backstage and probably talk like to the producers and stuff about who she was going to talk to. Like when they come back from commercial, like what they're going to say about this person, like to know like what hobbies to bring up, to know what, you know, little jokes to make. And she's very funny and quick witted, like as she is, but not all that stuff you see on the show is like, 
like that. It's it's getting fed to her like through the mm-hmm. earpiece. She's sure. like, wait, what do I say about Alex? What do I say about mm-hmm. you know Mary? What do I like, what sure. am I doing? So that's why it takes a long time. And whenever she leaves in between rounds, the producers come out because we're not supposed to talk to the other contestants. They're like, if you want to talk, talk to us. You know, don't don't start that's, talking to the that's other so contestants. Weird, isn't yeah. It? yeah, like don't talk about who you voted for. Don't build an alliance. Like if you if you need to talk, just talk to us about whatever you want you know Way up here. <laughs> um well and i know at one point she actually brings up the pro wrestling she does so and, and I, of course that, that <laughs> made me laugh because i'm like yeah. well that's compound that's drink. compound right there it's yeah. compound drink i had no idea they were going to put that in i even completely forgot i sub, uh, submitted that video because oh so you didn't know until it aired right? yeah i didn't know until it was uh, until it aired that they were even going to put that on there um because of course in my application they talk about like you know what have you done like what are your interests sure um you know i mentioned like basketball like going out to try out for the arkansas team and then wrestling being able to wrestle uh, here in tulsa then moving down to wrestle uh train at reality of wrestling uh, in houston doing that stuff and uh you got a name drop so i named booker t all that good stuff sure. so they knew him from uh he was he on one of the weakest link episodes he, he was wasn't actually he? Yeah. i think he was because i think we talked about that um when i had like my interview with the producer so yeah, he was on the yeah the wwe one, yeah absolutely. yeah that edition and so once they found that out they're like do you have any footage and i was like well i didn't really like you know make it far into at all i just kind of trained for it and i was like i think i have like one video i could submit and then um totally forgot about me submitting that video well and you then, said it was nine months yeah and then we watched the show and i'm like i'm like oh well that's like like that's the little video from like compound and everything <laughs> wow. and no one else had a video about him right like during the whole show and i was like that's pretty cool yeah definitely. so i guess i can say i wrestle on national television yeah, absolutely <laughs> I, did, I did one little move on national television <laughs> oh, that, that, that's definitely cool though man. <laughs> um yeah, we were talking about the questions before like mm-hmm. the south park question right. is that like when you when they're reading the question is that just as live as it seems yeah the, the question like, part is so when you're actually playing the round that is the two and a half minutes or so that one that is how fast it goes and there's no like redoing you know takes on that so like whenever they're asking questions you just gotta gotta be ready and you gotta my strategy going into it was if i'm gonna be if i don't know it i'm gonna be wrong quick sure i don't want to ask don't her, waste time don't want to ask her to repeat the question because that brings attention to yourself i don't want to there was trey on my episode i think he got eliminated in the second round but he got a question that he didn't know the answer to. I think the answer was like Mary Kay or something. But he goes, Frankenstein, mm-hmm. you know, and that brings attention to yourself, you know, because whenever, because it's just a, a really bad. Yeah. Case. Yeah. So when it's time to vote, you think that sticks in your mind. So my thing was flying under the radar for a little bit. If I'm which, wrong, which you did. I did. I yeah. did. And uh, Sean and I over there, we, we flew under the radar pretty good. And so I was like, if I'm wrong, try to be in the realm of. Like a right answer, but and be wrong quick. You know, I think you got a fashion question. Yeah, I did. And, uh, and what's funny yeah. is, is, you know, I'm of course when you're watching it, you're uh-huh. answering yourself. Right. I had the same answer you did. The, the Louis Vuitton. <laughs> the, uh, Louis Vuitton. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know that stuff. Man. I, you did, <laughs> you right? And that's where it's so funny because like you get a South Park question. It's yeah. like, Oh, butters. Yeah. Of course. Easy. But then you get a fashion question. That yeah. Not, it's just like what in the world? Yeah. yeah that's like, not my thing. Because right. I. I and the other fashion one I got was I should have got it right, but it was like heads or tails. Which one is men's formal wear? Sure, about which is tails. But I just I just said heads, yeah. <laughs> which is totally wrong. And like even when I answered that, I was like, yeah, coat tails, all that stuff. Of course it's tails. So I got a hard time for my friends about that one. But I think Jane did talk to me about that. It didn't make the show, but like after that round, she mentioned something about that question. I was like, I'm not a fancy dresser, Jane. I'm like, this is I'm wearing like a 
Hawaiian shirt on on this episode. Like this is like as fancy as I get. You yeah. Know? Uh, next to Sean, who's in a suit and tie, and I'm right. like, it's not my thing. <laughs> now, when when you got down to because. Spoilers, people have not seen it. Yeah. Down to the final two. Got down to the final two, man. Now, were you thinking, like, legit, like, holy crap, I could actually walk out of here with some I, money? I, I really was. So um, when it got down to the three of us, so I thought I was gone when we were going from five to four. Mm-hmm. I thought I was out. When we went from four to three, thought it was out. When we got to three, I was like, dude, I'm in the final round because both of these people probably want to go up against me because they're stronger than I am. They probably don't want to go up against each other. Because when it gets in that strategy time, you yeah. want, you it's called the weakest link, but you want to vote out the strongest link at that point because sure. you want to go up against someone that you find easiest. You yeah. Know? So I thought – And that girl that got voted oh, out. Oh, dude. Oh, Nosley. Nosley was not happy, man. So so in my head, I, I knew I had the deciding factor because I knew Sean was going to vote for Nosley. I knew Nosley was going to vote for Sean. So in my head, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm in the finals, so I get to pick who I want to go up against. And just to be sure, I decided to vote for Nosley because I'm like, Sean and I are standing next to each other in seven and eight. Nosley's over the, all the way over there in like spot number one. And like we can go guys against girls. We can team up against her, vote her out. And it's up, up to me and Sean to see who's going to take the money. And that plan worked. And since Nosley was the strongest link that and she got voted out, that made me the strongest link going into the final round. So mm-hmm. I got to pick whether I went first or second. Yeah. Before I left, I asked my brother, I was like, if, if I get to the final round, should I go first or second? And he's like, dude, always go first. Should have done it. In my head, yeah. in my head, I was like, if I go up against um, a woman, I'm going to go let her go first. Ladies first. If I go up against a guy, I'm going to go first. I went against it. And I said, yeah, and, and, I know. And, and then and that one question he the got. The Xbox one, man. He, yeah. His very first question. I'm standing there. So we start with Sean. And uh, the questions phrase something like, you know, Microsoft in 2001 or something, Microsoft came out with this gaming system. Some along those lines. I think his answer was PlayStation. He said PlayStation. And I knew in my head, I'm screaming Xbox. Of course it's Xbox, right? I mean, I mean Microsoft Xbox. Yeah. Like, how do you, I mean, like, how do you miss Sony, that? Like, I mean, I feel like I'm not a big gamer these days. Yeah, but I I'm not really that. either, but at least we know Microsoft made Xbox. Yeah. So, so when he said that, I was just like, yeah. Whoa. Oh, I was so pumped. Like one, I was mad because I was like, ah, oh, I should have gone. Like I knew that yeah, question. Sure. But I was also pumped because, okay, cool. It's even playing field. I can right. get up against him. But dude, my questions, oh, well, I knew Jay-Z from his also, like mm-hmm. the what rapper became the first billionaire or sure. something. Was, it was phrased like that, and it was Jay-Z. So I knew two of the, his questions. So, and he got both those wrong. He got right? both those wrong. So he got his others right, which made him win. And uh, I missed all four of mine. <laughs> Spoiler alert, but I missed. Uh, you did not get easy ones, though. Dude, I did it, man. And the one thing that uh, it just – so cool thing about the final round is you get like three minutes to answer a question. Just to stand there and talk it out because um, then they'll cut it down for TV. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing there. I missed my first one. Uh, I think my second question was the Maybelline one where I forget how it was phrased, um, but the answer was Maybelline. In my gut reaction was to say Maybelline. I obviously didn't know it was the right answer, because I'm, but I'm standing there for about a minute to a minute and a half. And this is the valuable lesson that I learned is to trust your gut Yeah. because Maybelline was all I could come up with for like a minute. And then at the last second, Tresemme popped in my head, and I said Tresemme. Yeah. And then Jane's like, the correct answer is Maybelline. I'm like, gosh, dang it, man. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have won still, but I at least would have gotten one question right. Right. Instead of missing all four at the end and embarrassing <laughs> myself that way. So it was – once she said that, I was like, gosh, 
dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and, and that's what I found so funny about watching that show over the years. Like I was telling you, like it, it, mm-hmm. the, the range of questions. Oh, dude, it's insane. Are, <laughs> yeah, like you, and you'll get some yeah. that are so simple. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember. I think it was on the WWE one. Mm-hmm. Jerry Lawler got asked, "What's the fourth letter of the alphabet?" <laughs> D. Yeah, <laughs> and you could tell he was even like, yeah, yeah, because you're under what? the lights and you're like, under like, is it that simple? Like, D- am I missing D? something? Yeah. Yep. yep, that's correct. Yeah, like, yeah. Because okay. I love watching it and then seeing those questions because. I remember in the very first round, um, I was number seven, and the first was that random. Yeah, it was all random. Yep. So the very the first five people, I'm standing there waiting for my question, hoping someone misses. See, before that's I a do. that's a good spot. Though. It really is. It really it's is. Supposed to like be the very first. Yeah, one. I would not have wanted to be first. Really yeah. wanted wanted to have been in the top three. I'm glad. I'm so thankful that I was number seven. So like the first five people get all their questions right, and then Hannah next to me and number six misses her question and for that brief second between me and her i'm like oh, okay good I won't, <laughs> whether i miss this one or not i won't be the first one to you miss a question one right but yeah. i got it right which was the like thirst trap or booby trap what is it what would it be called if michael b jordan posted a picture of his abs <laughs> i was like thirst trap but <laughs> <laughs> uh, the buddies i was watching it which just started cracking up at that at that question and then like the whole place like went crazy and all that i was like got one right man <laughs> it's, just, it's so ridiculous it though. is it is because they can be intellectual questions or they can be something thirst trap or booby trap yeah know? and it will and like i said what's funny is i think that guy sean that ended up mm-hmm. winning right he had another question that he missed i, uh-huh. I remember right there i was just like wow like, yeah he missed a lot of rap questions so I, i'm not the best about like you know rap and like that side of pop culture but i at least knew those questions that he got wrong right you know <laughs> but he the, i asked him at the end of the show I said, I was like, hey, I knew two of yours at the end. How many of mine did you know? Just in case, like, if we did switch. Right. And he knew two of mine. Really? So we would have gone to, like, a tiebreaker or wow. something. It kind of would have been. But but even it makes you wonder, though, even if you had went first, would mm-hmm. you get those questions? That's true, too, because. Or would, like, they already knew which ones. Which, which. ones to go for which person. I've often wondered that since I've had nine months to think about it. Sure, <laughs> yeah. Know? I was like, because in between, like, the third round, I mean, the round where there's just three of us. And the final round, we had about 10 to 15 minutes because they asked me right away, do you want to go first or second? And I said, I'll go second. Sean can go first. And then about 10 minutes later, we started the final round. So, you, you I mean, I have to think, like, you know, were those questions going to be mine regardless, you yeah. know? But I like to believe it was just luck of the draw, you know, not a sore loser or nothing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it was still so much fun. Like, even after the show, like, even right when – um, he won. I mean, I wasn't down at all. I no, wasn't yeah. disappointed at all. I was like, dude, I was just on a game show. I got to play the whole show. Yeah. You know, I mean, not many would I have loved $45,500? Absolutely. Of Even course. after taxes, I'll still take it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but at least we weren't playing for like six figures or something like that. Right. It makes it easier to lose that way and not be as hurt. <laughs> for sure. But, you know, I was telling you, though, I've always been a mark for game shows. Mm-hmm. I always liked watching game shows. I remember mm-hmm. my parents in, like, the mid-2000s, we had a satellite dish. Yeah. Because where we lived didn't have cable. And that's uh-huh. the first time we ever had satellite. We had the Game Show Network. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, I was yep. heaven, Game dude. Show Network. Dude, I, I watched Game Show Network so much growing up. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, all the old 70s game oh, shows. Oh, yeah. Were like, like Match the, Game and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the crazy and, fashion oh, and yeah. all that Oh, yeah. Stuff. Yeah, with their long microphones and everything. So yeah. it was always a dream of mine to be on a game show. Yeah, that's something I would like to do, too. I think mm-hmm. it's just it's just such a fun thing. Yeah. Um, were there other game shows you were thinking about trying to apply for? Or? Yeah, I would. I mean, honestly, now, since this one's happened, I want to apply to anything in everything you never know what's going to happen the cool the interesting thing i found out um i can't do anything with nbc 
from a year after my air date. So oh, really? Weakest Link aired March 27th, so if I want to be on another game show with NBC or anything NBC, I won't be able to do it until a year after. I don't know if that's like they don't want the same face on TV. Could be. Could be. And then for other networks, I had to wait until this show aired, like ABC, for example. I can now apply for something on ABC if I wanted to, but we had to wait for our show to air before we could do anything. How weird. That. It is. Know? I mean, show business, man, I guess. <laughs> but, it kind of makes you wonder if even even if you didn't wait, like, would they uh, even know? Yeah, I mean, would they know? Because, I mean, yeah. like... Yeah, it's, it's different networks and it's stuff. It's one episode. Yeah, it's know. just one episode that I was on. It's not like I was on a TV series. By any <laughs> right, means, you right. know, it was just a 60 minutes on a Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was it's, it. It's, I don't know. I just, like I said, I've always thought that was that was interesting. And, yeah. And I had a friend who was actually on Big Brother. Okay. He was actually, he's a Luchasaurus and AEW now. Okay. Oh, dude, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I um, remember him telling me, like, the process of Big Brother, because you mentioned them taking your phone. Right. I guess, like, they took his phone for, like, a week. Yeah, that'd be more. And, yeah. Like, he was in a hotel. and Yeah. They brought him food and gave him Big Brother DVDs. So yeah, just, just to watch. watch. Just like, Holy crap. Yeah, so, it makes the week really long, I bet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just it's so different now. Not having your phone, how different yeah, your life It's weird be. how connected we got to him. You oh, know? yeah. You know, and just, I mean, just my thing, even up for five hours. <laughs> it was just, That's a long time. Yeah, it was, because I just had to That's what we do when we're bored, though, right? is, We grab yeah, our phone. scroll through Instagram, whatever it is, play. Yeah. I mean, at least I got the real-life version of, like, the Sudoku app. You know, right, they, yeah. they gave me, like, pen and paper to do Sudoku and I'm just doing it on my phone. Yeah. But but I think with some of like the what like watching it with like family and friends, like some of the like favorite things from the show was Omer. Uh whenever he uh, he voted I only got two votes the whole show, by the way. Just which which is that. good. So I flew under the radar pretty good. But Omer voted for me, I think from when we were going from five to four. And the thing about me training for wrestling had already come up. So like Omer's reason for voting for me was like I want to leave at different times than, than Alex does. So I want him off now or whatever. And then, uh, he was like, I don't want to see him in the parking lot. So like whenever he, uh, he got voted off, I was like, don't let me catch you in the parking lot or whatever. And yeah. his little exit thing was him pointing at the screen and like saying like, Alex, I'll see you in the parking lot and all that stuff. And everyone loved like that little banter. And then, uh, then the stuff, whenever we talked about, Oh, it was Hannah that had the question about the sexiest man alive. And she said the rock. Right. <laughs> and so Jane obviously went uh, with that. She's like, Hannah, do you think wrestlers are sexy or whatever? <laughs> and that's why I did like a little hair flip and everything. <laughs> and everyone watching that was like, Oh dude, have you talked to Hannah since then? <laughs> are you in her DMS or whatever? <laughs> and uh, It was just so funny. Like how like they just capitalize on that kind of thing. And which and that's as it's a producer, a that's what they want. Yeah. a hundred percent what they want. They don't want you to stand there being quiet. You know, you gotta, you gotta, cause even when, after the show, the producer came out, he's like, dude, you did such a great job. Like, like being a contestant and everything. And I just lost, well, not lost, but lost a chance of winning $45,000. So I think it was trying to make me feel good, but he was, he, he said like, you know, he did good. And all this like stuff of, you know, being on TV and giving some, giving a valiant effort to Absolutely. One, try to win and also try to be entertaining. Well, and, <laughs> so, and I think that the, the whole professional wrestling aspect mm-hmm. probably does help with that. Right. It does. It does. Like just having a background, having something that you've, um, cause the, <laughs> that was another thing. She talks about wrestling like Jane does. She brings up like the wrestling stuff, but then she <laughs> immediately goes into my hobby of vacuuming, <laughs> <laughs> which I mean, not, not a hobby, but it's something it's OCD. I guess I like the vacuum lines, which I explained in the, yeah. on the, because I remember talking to producers and I put that down as one of my 
I think it was like the question was like name like a you know, quirky fact about you, something you enjoy that's not common, yeah, or whatever. So I just put vacuuming. And my mom was a housekeeper when I was growing up, so I was always in like a clean house with the vacuum lines. And if we walked on it, she's vacuuming again and stuff. So yeah. now that I have my own place and stuff, I'm out there vacuuming every time and stuff. And so they thought that was hilarious. So Jane had to go from the tough wrestling aspect to oh you like to vacuum also. <laughs> yeah. you know? So that was, but no, I do think like the wrestling background. It helps you get on there, like just like sure. a, a unique interest, you know, a unique path that some people haven't tried that, you know, you have and stuff so that just to talk about. So I think that helps get on the show for sure. So I actually did apply for one game show. Did you? Which one? Back in 2008. American Gladiator. American Gladiator, dude. <laughs> yeah, is, that, uh, is that when like they were reviving it or yeah, something? The Hulk Hogan version? Yeah. Which I didn't even know he was going to be on it. Uh-huh. They came across something <laughs> and I, I just started wrestling training and I'm like, uh-huh. oh my God, they're bringing back American Gladiator. Yeah, dude, I love that, that. that I was love so that cool. Show. I like, yeah. yeah. So uh, I think they had a number you could call. And, uh-huh. like, I just called the number uh-huh. and she asked my athletic background. I was like, sure. well, I'm actually, you know, a pro wrestling prospect yeah, and blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know, I played baseball. I played all the major sports yeah, and, you know, yeah. black belt martial arts and yep. stuff. She's like, um, how tall are you? I was like, 6'3". Yeah. She's how much do you weigh? And I'm like, I don't know, like 245, yeah. 250. Yeah. She's like, oh, you're too tall. Oh, and you too weigh tall. Too, and you weigh oh, too for much. real? <laughs> and I was like, Oh, to be like a to be a contestant. Yeah, because they don't want be, you bigger than the gladiators. Couldn't be over six foot. Couldn't gotcha. weigh more than two hundred. Yeah, because they I'm want like, the gladiators look big. You know, and I'm like, um, well, could I be a gladiator? <laughs> she's <laughs> like, well, them. there's a there's a casting process. And I'm like, ah, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but I thought that was. I was like, that to me would have been super fun. Oh, dude, that would be like so that. cool. Yeah, yeah. Which I think WWE is reviving that. Or Are something. they really? There's something it like, should be revived. Someone should do it because it's uh, that's one of the. Yeah, that, that's a staple. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows what that show was. You know, it, what's funny is I've I've watched some of the reruns here more recently, and just mm-hmm. being like, man, like that looks so much harder as an adult yeah. than it did when I was a kid. Yeah, like, yeah. You see some of the stuff they're doing, like that would not be easy. Yeah, because as a kid, you're like, oh, I do that in the playground every day. But yeah, as an yeah. adult, you're like, oh man, I've been tired after ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the hand bike. Yeah. Like, Gosh, dang yeah, it. Yeah, it's be been rough. quite a while since I've tried that. <laughs> yeah. So Dude, I, that would be fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, if they bring back American Gladiators, that'd be something yeah, you should definitely yeah, for. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right at six foot, so maybe I can lie and say I'm five eleven. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's like the one time I want to be five eleven instead of six foot right. <laughs> just to get on that show. <laughs> right. And they may change it. They, they might change it, yeah. But that would be, yeah. I'm, I'm, I want to be on anything and everything, like going forward. I'm already wanting to apply to whatever kind Absolutely. of game show. See what happens, and I mean, I when I uh, left the weakest link and I was talking to the producers at the end, I was like, if you ever do a redemption episode, you know who to call first. So, yeah. see, <laughs> I think that they should do. I think they should. I think they should do episodes with like. All people that were voted out the first, first, round. yeah, give and, them a redemption, and then all runners up. Like, yeah, that would be a fun thing. Yeah, because I, I think only once in season one last year, on the weakest link, that one person missed all her questions in the final round, and now I'm that person for season two. So, oh, there you go. There you go. so I was like, hey, get us back on the show. Let, let us just compete against each other. Why not? Yeah. You know, I think it would be fun for game shows to do that. You bring back some contestants yeah. that maybe embarrassed themselves or got out the first round or. You know, missed in the final round, and you know, I think it'd be fun. You know, well, especially just, now because everything's in streaming, so yeah. it's, it's easier to reset. Yeah, that stuff. yeah, because people watching the show, you know, they if they're watching the season or getting invested, then they're going to remember those people. And it's right. like, oh, he's getting a second shot. You know, and absolutely. He's, he's a, I think it'd be cool instead of always new people. Right. You know, and they should do the WWE one again. <laughs> I, th- I always like I, the wrestlers on Family Feud. I'm sure yeah, you yeah, that. I've seen those. Uh-huh. Those are always fun. Yeah, you know, I mean. It's on NBC Peacock, which is where the WWE Network is now. So right. do a crossover, get some, get some of these guys on, you know, get 
Brock Lesnar or something on The Weakest Link. <laughs> I, I think I think shows like that. I mean, that's legit how I watched The Weakest Link the first time. Yeah, it's because they were on there, and you can mm-hmm. still find those on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember whenever I was applying for it and like knowing I was going to be on the show, I was watching them all just to get in the groove of how the show works again. Yeah, and so I was watching season one, but then I also watched I watched I think the re- the WWE episode probably so many times just yeah. like leading up to it one because it's Kane was one of my favorite wrestlers growing up and the fact that like at the <laughs> time won. I mean obviously he's the mayor now yeah, so we yeah. realize he's not a not a stupid yeah. man but <laughs> yeah. like he's in full giving yeah he's right? in his in, full mask, his mask and, and he does good he, he wins he, wins, he gets all the way to the end yeah. it's him and Bubba Ray I think that and, the and I remember him being like very funny on there yeah. which was hilarious because yeah. just you know Kane, like, you, you, know. you go to the dry cleaners and then he goes nope this is the only suit i got because <laughs> yeah. i love how he, he didn't like he just st- stood there like didn't really he was hilarious as could be but his his actions like his he just stood there as, very stoic yeah yeah everyone else is like moving around and like you know having fun but kane was just kane you yeah. know that's what made it so cool <laughs> yeah, definitely fun uh, uh, to kind of tra- uh, transition gears yeah. into, into pro wrestling me and you met yep. i think it was probably 2017 i want to say 2017 probably around there probably yeah. end of 2017 or so. You came and started training at Compound a little mm-hmm. bit. So, mm-hmm. uh, lifetime wrestling fan. Life, yeah. About since third, well, third grades when I got like hooked and like obsessed yeah. with wrestling with one of my best friends. Before that, was watching it with my dad and my uncle. You know, like when SmackDown was on Thursdays. Sure. You no, know, I would watch it uh, there, but wasn't really like into it. Um, but third grade, I met one of my best friends, still one of my best friends to this day, um, and he was all in. Diehard fan, yeah, and so like I'd already seen it a little bit, like with my dad and uncle. So we probably from third grade to like eighth, we never missed a pay per view, oh, never wow. missed Raw or SmackDown. Anytime they were in Oklahoma, we were there. Where the Tulsa, Oklahoma City, we were there. Uh, all the action figures you can think of, we still have them. Oh, you know, nice. and everything we collected, anything and everything. Just it was our life, you know, wrestling on the trampoline. Oh yeah, all that stuff. So big time, lifelong fan. And then when, when I got in high school, you know, you kind of like interest change or whatever, mm-hmm. still kept up with it, you know, but we weren't like, you know, we would go, we wouldn't watch the pay-per-views really. We kind of like knew what was going on, sure. but you know, you're in high school and other things are going on and all that stuff. So in college, when I got to Arkansas, my sophomore year to try out for the basketball team and that didn't work out, I just wasn't into school really. Yeah. I wanted to, I was just kind of in school in college just because that's what you did after high school. Right. Parents help, you know, paying for it. So like I was going, you're, you're, well, you're in that transition where you're yeah. an adult, but you're not. You're yeah. Still a yeah. Kid. Yeah. I'm still, I was hundred percent still a kid. <laughs> and I remember on my 20th birthday, I was at Arkansas and I decided to go home instead of like staying at college and having fun and yeah. partying and all that good stuff. I told my parents, I was like, you know, you know what I want for my 20th birthday? And they're like, what? I was like, I want to stop school and I'm going to become a wrestler. And <laughs> I remember, love hearing yeah, that. Yeah, I remember them. They say like, "Hey, it's a great dream to have, but you can do whatever you want after you graduate." And yeah. I was like, "Well, no, I want to. I want to do it now." And they're like, "No, like we're paying for your school. We want you to get your degree. Once you do that, you're free to do whatever you want." So yeah. I was like, "All right, I'll, I'll stay in school." So I tra- uh, transferred back home to Tulsa after that year at Arkansas, and then I think year year and a half later, I went down to. Houston to do reality of wrestling fantasy camp, like okay. a poker team. Yeah, yeah. So that was my very first time. Were you uh, kind of looking for like a place to train? Yeah. yeah that's I what I was looking for. Sometimes in mm-hmm. pro wrestling, it's mm-hmm. you tell someone like, I want to be a pro wrestler, yeah. but you don't know how to do, you this, don't know how so. to do it. Yeah. So I was on Google trying to right. search what, you know, the big name wrestlers at the time, how they got their start. Uh, I was trying to see, um, what was close to me. Um, and then Booker T was like the biggest name that I knew that was like within 
a reasonable distance, like mm-hmm. from here. So I uh, signed up for one of the fantasy camps, uh, went down there, and he wasn't there that weekend, and the boogeyman was there. He was the one that, like, ran the, the fantasy camp. And uh, we were doing, like, military drills for, like, the first two hours of, like, a three-hour camp. And we weren't, we didn't even get in the ring to like the last 10 minutes. And so at the end of that first camp, they're like, Hey, everyone's going to get invited again because Booker wasn't here, um, to come out to another fantasy camp whenever you're able to make it. And that was the first time I met Ryan Davidson. Okay. Who sure. I want to give a big shout out to Ryan because, um, just super great guy. I know you're very close with him. Um, but he talked to me a lot during that first day, um, that was my very first taste of being close to a wrestling ring whatsoever. Had no experience at all. But he, he came up to me afterwards and he was like, you're the one from Tulsa? And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, I know a place in Tulsa that if this is something you want to do, you should start training in Tulsa and then see what, what sure. happens. Okay. That, was, yeah. that, was, that was compound. Yeah. So he, uh, he said, you know, there's a guy there, uh, Mitch, uh, he mentioned you, um, that are trainers there that are putting on shows you know, every week. Um, and they have a, have a school there. And I was like, well, sweet. I'll definitely check that out. So he, uh, messaged me the info and then I just showed up one day and just looking for Mitch, you know, I was like, Hey, you Mitch <laughs> you know, kind of deal. And just started training after that and, um, got into it. And I do want to give a big shout out to you and Mitch for tr- training all of us that were there. Oh, and yeah. I think you saw something in me, I did, which, for which sure. meant a whole lot to yeah. me. Um, but during the time of like training for wrestling, it was, I like my, um, I would say like my, my 12 year old that still lives inside of me, you know, that we all have, oh, yeah. I thought the wrestling was still a big part of that life. But then I, the, the athletic side and like being an athlete and like learning like philosophy of matches and how like the business works and then like being in the ring and like training and like, you know, being an athlete was super fun, but knowing what all goes in to becoming a professional wrestler, how it's not like a guaranteed overnight success, <laughs> you no, know, like, not. like, a like, you know, you can play basketball your whole life. You can be good in high school, get a good college scholarship and then be a, you know, you know, you're going to go to the NBA. Like it's, I mean, it's a process. It doesn't happen that easy. That's how I just explained it, but it's more of a, you know, but I mean, there's also like you do this to this, this to, to this, this and, and then you can make it right. Professional wrestling. It's, I mean, I mean, you could be the most talented wrestler, right, but yeah. if you don't have the right look, right? And you can't or anything. talk, or yeah. you can't draw money. I mean, yeah, yeah there's so many. There's factors. so much that goes into it that I always knew from like reading biographies growing up and watching these interviews and just being so just obsessed with wrestling growing up. But once I got you know foot in the door and like mm-hmm. in the ring, I was and I started meeting people that have been doing this for ten, fifteen years that are still like yeah. you know traveling in their cars. And I love the stories of you know wrestlers, like for example that. They spent 10 years in their car. They, you know, it's not an overnight success, but then they finally got their break or you hear from like rock and roll bands or living out of their van. I love those stories. And I wish I could like, I had that like heart for it to have one of those stories of my, like of my own, but I just wasn't one that like hearing everyone talk about, because I didn't watch wrestling. You know, I was trying wrestling because my younger self loved it Mm -hmm. and it was something different from school and it was something different from just a normal job, you know, and like my thing is just go, go try something. Yeah. You know, I tried basketball. I tried wrestling. I got to be on a game show. You know, I like just yeah. trying things. So, like, with wrestling, once I knew, like, 
all these people I was training with, they knew New Japan Pro Wrestling that I knew nothing about. Right. AEW was coming up. I was like, what in the world is that? Yeah. All these new WWE guys, I'm like, well, does Batista not wrestle anymore? Right, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I'm not, like, able it, it, to keep up, like, with yeah. the conversation. I would watch it for film and stuff, but I I just felt like... You're kind of a last fan, thing. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like I'm like that way yeah. now. You know, yeah. where I'll see guys legit, I'm like, I have no idea who this yeah, is. Yeah, who, 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 who this guy and, is. And it's, man, the wrestling business is tough, though. And I and I think sometimes people don't, like, I know, like, when you kind of decided to walk away, mm-hmm. I remember thinking, like, man, you really yeah. have, you have mm-hmm. something here. Mm-hmm. But even my perspective has mm-hmm. changed now because I'm like, you know what? If, if this was not for you. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sure you saw. Yeah. You heard the Undertaker's speech. Yeah, you yeah. Know, he said like you can't do stuff for other people. That's, you can't. That yeah. is so true. It's, though. it's very true, man. It's very true. And I was, you know, I was doing it for me. I wanted to wrestle. Yeah. You know, I wanted to be. I'm so glad I tried it because absolutely. After Compound, I did move down to Houston for five months or so because I went back and did another fantasy camp and with Booker and he picks a winner out of every camp to receive like I think three months of free training or something like he did oh, that nice. back in the day. So the second camp I went to. Um, Ryan was there again and, uh, Booker T picked me out of the class to be the one to receive free training. Awesome. So I I was still in college at that time. So I told Ryan, I was like, Hey, can I cash in on this? Like after I graduate, like in like next semester, he's like, Oh yeah, just like let us know. And then whenever you want to jump in on, on the training, come down here and, and do it. So I was so, I mean, I graduated in May of 2018 I moved down to Houston in August of 2018. So a couple months later, found an apartment down there, found um, a job, place to live, all that good stuff. Um, my dad and mom helped me move down to Houston uh, in the U-Haul, fill, uh, furnished my apartment, all that stuff. And then the very next day, I went to Reality Wrestling. I was like, hey, I'm here. You know, I want to receive my, my free training <laughs> that I had won. And so if I stayed there for like the three months and... Uh, you know, guys like Gino mm-hmm. um, were there, uh, Rex Andrews, Absolutely. all those guys, Ryan, uh, Booker was there a lot, um, uh, J.J. Blake. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just, I mean, those guys, the coolest guys. Absolutely. The people I met, I mean, I didn't meet a lot of people in wrestling, but from Compound and Reality of Wrestling, just, I mean, they they welcomed me in like no other. That was the coolest thing. Sure. You know, you have, because I'm sure they get just a lot of like fans that just want to come in and like. You know, like won't take it seriously. Yeah. And I don't think I gave it my all during it because like during some, some things I would get like homesick and stuff. Oh, like yeah. it was my first time away from home. And I'm like, I remember working a couple of the first shows at reality wrestling and there's people coming in from Australia and England and all over the States. And I'm like, like for like this match and like, I don't know how much money they make. Probably not a whole lot, <laughs> not, not, yeah. not much at all. And I'm like, dude, you've been doing this like for 10 years or something. And I just, I have so much respect for everybody that does that, but I couldn't get myself to like, man, am I ready like to like yeah. live out of my car for like five or 10 years? Like yeah. if I had a crystal ball and they said, Hey, if you give it four years, you'll, you'll make it. Right. I was like, ah, I could probably stick with it. Or if someone sure. said in 10 years, you'll make it. I'm like, 10 years is too long. I don't know. I, I just oh, yeah. I didn't have the heart, you know, well, for and it. you know, I kind of left the business around 2018 mm-hmm. and a big factor for me was, you know, I, Kind of knew WWE wasn't going to be where I wanted to go. Sure. Japan didn't seem like it was going to be happening anytime soon. And I yeah. just was like, I was burnt out. Yeah. Honestly. And I was mm-hmm. like, tired of being broke. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, truth be told, I yeah. was tired of being broke. Yeah. I was tired yeah. of, I mean, the thing, I mean, I don't want to get negative on wrestling. Sure. Because it's kind of just the culture. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I hate when a promoter hits me up, hey, I want to book you for a show. Mm-hmm. 
and I give him a price and he's like, well, how about this? And I'm like, uh, that does not even cover gas. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? And I yeah, understand sure. there's paying your dues, but yeah. it's like at the same I'm, time, yeah. I'm asking for a break even number Yeah, and you're firing back. Well, how about this? Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, and at the same time, I knew a guy who was in his forties mm-hmm. and you know, lived with his mom mm-hmm. Didn't have you know like they say a pot to piss in, and yeah. I'm just like yeah. I don't want to be that guy, sure. you know. And uh-huh. so I kind of just and and for me like when I wasn't like I know because there's always like well I just wrestle for fun. I'm like that guy. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah. I, yeah. If I'm gonna do this, it's it's all in. Yeah. Well, it's nothing. And yeah. so I was happy just kind of stepping back. Mm-hmm. And my nephew loves wrestling. Mm-hmm. We we watch it together and yeah. stuff like that. And I was happy to do that. You sure. know, I don't know if that makes sense or not. Yeah. But, no. It but is. again, kind of like what you were saying, it's like mm-hmm. you have to do things for yourself, and yeah. that was for, that was for me the the best move. You yeah, know? yeah, because I'm so like pumped to like like looking back, like I'm just glad I tried it. Absolutely, because yeah. it would have been a what if, you know, like, for sure. Well, like, you don't want to get to forty and then yeah, think, like and hmm. think, oh, I should have tried that, you know. Yeah. Like I at least got to bounce off the ropes and realize sure. that that hurts. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I take, got to take a bump. I got to take bumps, you know. And I got to you know lock up with some cool people and like learn. I got to watch film with Booker T. You yeah, know, like for I got sure. to like sit in his office and like watch a match of his from like, you know, the nineties and early two thousands, you know, and like go over film and learn why this happened. And just the wrestling fan in me just loved that so much for like that five month period down in Houston and definitely with you guys. And like seeing how a show gets put on like through compound and everything sure. and like watching you guys and like, be like, Oh dude, I get to like train with that guy, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. It was just super cool. <laughs> and, and, I, and I think that's the interesting thing about the, the wrestling business mm-hmm. is, you know, like you talk about those fantasy camps and I don't, mm-hmm. Know the caliber of guys that were there, but sure, I'm sure no, it's, it, it's 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 your you know typical just, yeah, just you know like wrestling like fans that like haven't probably ever lifted a weight or something, and but then you get your athletic guys in there too. That there was a couple people in there. I was like, oh, I'm competing against you for like a yeah. that free training, yeah. you know. But then there's also the ones that just want to have fun on a weekend and yeah. you know meet Booker T and lock up and which is that's totally great that they have those sure. kind of things. But then like I was there, like I wanted to win. I told myself, if I, if I win the free training, like, this is going to be something I try, you know? Yeah. So I went down there with that purpose, and, and that happened. Well, and, you know, I, I met so many people that wanted to be a wrestler. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, a lot of people, I think, see themselves as, like, the top guy. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you're not. Yeah. You know? and, 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 and I remember we, we knew a guy, and I won't tell his, mention uh-huh. his name, but he was kind of a goof, kind mm-hmm. of a goofball. And... And I was like, and, and one of my friends brought this up. He's like, you know what's funny about him is he thinks he's Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> he has no idea. If he were to do this, he's Santino. And oh, I'm like, yeah. I'm like yeah. you know what? You're right. Yeah. And he's like, and if you made him Santino, he wouldn't do it because right. he thinks he's yeah. toughest guy in yeah, the world. Yeah, he he's, you know, it. Yeah. he's that guy. And I'm like, wow, yeah. that's so interesting. And you think about it. That's what's so interesting, I think, about the wrestling business mm-hmm. is finding your spot and, yeah, yeah. and who you're going to be and everything yeah. else like that. So Yeah, I never made it to that point, you know, finding out whether – because that, that came up on The Weakest Link when Jane asked, you know, what was your name? I was like, well, I never had one. So I had to come up with something yeah. uh, for the show. And I was like, well, I was just like the bad guy. Because I remember you and Mitch talking how like you, you were – one night like during training, you guys were like seeing like all of our characters, like everyone at practice, you know, like what we could do maybe. And it got to me and uh, you guys pictured more like – the heel to start off with. Mm-hmm. So on, on the weakest link, I was like, Oh, it was just like the bad guy. You know, I was just like, you know, yeah. I didn't know what to say. <laughs> and then, so Jane was able to take that and run with it. But, but I never made it to that point of, of whether I would, I don't even know what I would like, even like want, what would have wanted or what I've been comfortable with. Yeah. You know, I just, I was just there like to train and learn the, the basics and, yep. and all that. And it was, dude, it was, it was so fun going through, um, just wrestling training and, 
just, I mean, dude, taking a bump, man. I remember it's, taking the first different. one. It was scary. It was Ryan that actually body slammed me. Yeah. That was my first bump. And I was like, just don't drop me on my neck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he knew what he was doing, though. Well, so it was, it was all good. Speaking of Ryan Davis, I don't know if mm-hmm. he was actually on Heels season one. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was. Oh, the, no, I remember. Yeah, I remember seeing his post and everything yeah, about that. In, he was in an episode of that. Uh-huh. What's funny is I know a lot of the actors kind of talk because they had to go through wrestling training for okay. that show. And they were all like, Take a flat back bump. Yeah. Tell me this is fake. You yeah. Know? And, yeah. And I always yeah. think that that's such an interesting thing that it a lot is. of people uh-huh. kind of dog on, oh, wrestling, it's that fake stuff. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't, I mean, I understand it's entertainment. Yeah. Sure, but yeah. I mean, so is a game show. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. You know, but I'm like, like Dude, you said, give I, will, I, will, I will vouch that it is not fake. You know, I mean, just just running ropes, man. I remember running ropes and like building like that callus, like on yeah. and everything there. Then and it's like you hit, and you're like, oh, that hurts yeah, more than yeah, I thought. Yeah, <laughs> and then taking like the you know the punches that you got to learn how to do it like the right way, and, mm-hmm. but also you connect, you know, yeah, and then yeah. you know the chops and oh, yeah. all this. I remember some of the compound trainings of like you know getting chopped and stuff. Like, dude, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and, and that's the, and that's the thing is it's not it's not an easy business. No. and you know. No, it's not always for everybody, mm-hmm. but I think it's it's like you said. You have a really cool story of like you know you're very happy you gave it a shot. Yeah, yeah, and, that's my thing. Mm-hmm. And and you know how many people didn't? Yeah, and I think that yeah. that's a really cool thing. Yeah, because that's really I mean I mean just like you said with Undertaker's uh, Hall of Fame speech, you know one of the, probably the best speeches I've heard. Like in that regard, it was cool seeing or hearing the Undertaker talk as Mark Calloway. Absolutely, you know and. Um, but yeah, you got to do it for you. But like my biggest thing, man, is just like this whole life thing is just, why not try stuff? You yeah, know, I mean, absolutely. why not? Like, that's why I went to Arkansas for basketball. That didn't work out. You know, I went to Houston for wrestling. That didn't work out. And then went to a game show. Thought it was going to work out, but it didn't. <laughs> you know? but I mean, like but, the fact I mean, that you, just, you made it on the show, yeah, you made it to the end. Once you start trying stuff, then you start you realize it's, oh, it's no big deal whether you, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't make it, like, who cares, you know, you you, you tried it, you know, well, not, and, not a lot of people can say they did. For sure. And, you know, I know before we started recording, you'd kind of mentioned mm-hmm. you thought about getting into podcasting. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I and I was telling you, I was like, do it, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. try it, you yeah. know, because who knows? Like, who knows? Maybe it takes off. Yeah. Yeah. You know, based on numbers of podcasts out there. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's, very, hard, yeah. It, it's hard to get that. Yeah. Like I said, there's like, you know, the guys like Joe Rogan who make tons right. of money off mm-hmm. of it and then kind of everybody else. Yeah. And there's some people that do make money. And then, yeah. But ultimately, a lot of us do it as a hobby. But mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that yeah. either. Because if you don't try it, then of course it's not going to work. Right. You know? But if you try it, then you got a 50 50 shot. You know, you increase your odds just that much. Yeah, absolutely. So that's just with, because I, you, know, you brought up your nephew uh, watching wrestling. I have an eight year old nephew. Now, my nephew's and, A too. Is he? Yeah. yeah. So we just watch WrestleMania. He's, oh, yeah. He he doesn't watch it like week to week or anything. But my, he, see, my nephew only watches YouTube. Oh, you he, see, that's what that's what my nephew is. And I think so, that's just a generation. It's a generation thing. thing. It's got to be. He's never mm-hmm. tuned into Monday Night Raw. No, he no. Just, he just watches you know he's, he can watch the highlights later. Yeah. He's like, give me the. I don't want three hours. Give me ten minutes. You know. <laughs> and really, what's funny is like like the way he watches. I'm like, man, that, you're so smart. You know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because uh, he really only cares about Roman Reigns mm-hmm. and Brock Lesnar. Because those are his like his two, which is you know they're feuding a lot. So like it's 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 so funny because talking to him like leading up to like watching the matches, he's like I don't really care. Like I'll probably go for Roman Reigns, but then like Roman Reigns comes out, he's on the edge of the couch mm-hmm. and everything. He's stressed in. He's his hands are through his hair oh, and everything, yeah. just hoping Roman Reigns wins. And it's it's so cool like to because we've taken him to. Uh, my brother and I have taken him to a Raw and a SmackDown. Yeah, uh, the past couple times they were in Tulsa, and watching him like see it live and everything getting to relive like just like the whole wrestling like love for wrestling and everything through him again it's so cool you know and i've said that too with my nephew because i'm Mm -hmm. like you know what he doesn't he doesn't care 
who wins. Right. You yeah. know, I mean, he does. But yeah, it's not, he's got it's, your favorites, but still. But it's not like mm-hmm. he's not like he's not crass about it. Yeah. Or, or whatever you. Yeah. You know, he's not. He's not a jaded wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. He just he's literally just taking just, whatever comes. You know. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, man. That's how it should be. That's how it should be, you know. And I just – he'll get more into it, I think, as he gets older, just mm-hmm. like I did, like, in third grade. So he's got, like, a year or two. Maybe he'll start getting into it a little bit more. And sure. we, can, we can talk about it more. And I haven't showed him all my action figures that I have <laughs> up in the, the box in the attic. And so I'm waiting for the day that he asks about all those. Oh, my, my, my nephew um, – I was in his room one time, and I found uh, one of my old, like, Psycho Sid figures. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. where'd you get that? I got it in Mimi and Pop's attic. I'm like, that's, figure that's mine. Yeah. I, need to, I need to go uh, yeah. do some checking. Yeah, you'll get some of those back. Yeah. Because I bought him a couple like for Christmas and like sure. for birthday. I've gotten like him Roman Reigns and he didn't like John Cena. Oh, nice. So he, Interesting. So like one of the, I think it was last year, last summer, the summer of Cena, the SmackDown that came through town. We went to that one. And yeah, that's we when, were, me and my nephew were there too. Yeah, that's when Reigns and Cena were feuding, mm-hmm. and they do the dark match or afterwards, you know, like to send the home, to send the crowd home happy. Sure. And that's when Cena teamed with the Mysterios mm-hmm. up, up against Reigns and the Usos, mm-hmm. and <laughs> Cena and the Mysterios win because it's the feel good. Sure. Like, shows over, you know, it's off the air, so they're sending the crowd home happy. I think my nephew was the only one upset because Roman Reigns <laughs> lost like the whole place is going crazy all the kids around us are pumped that John Cena won and here's my nephew that's all like upset that Roman Reigns his favorite lost and I'm like you're the only one here that's upset that Roman Reigns lost <laughs> it's it's so funny because I remember I told my nephew I was like hey you know Roman Reigns is a bad guy now and he just his whole face just yeah yeah, yeah. Like his whole demeanor changes. Like, well, I still like him. Yeah, that's how that's, that's how my nephew is. He doesn't care if he's the bad guy or the good guy. Yeah, it's 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 so funny. Like, yeah. he, my nephew's gotten like, like gets the Roman Reigns glove. And all, yeah, it's yeah. just it's so cool how they kind of. Yeah, how yeah. They do all it's that. just going back to that that kid mentality, you know, which is why I wanted to try it because I, that kid mentality still mm-hmm. lived in me. Because like growing up, like you always dreamed of being a wrestler. You yeah, know? Absolutely. And so like why. Why not still give that kid a shot, you know, and go, go try and, Who knows? and see what happens, you know? Because yeah. when did you start? Well, I started years? training in 07. Okay. Was it here? Where was it? No, you went with Harley Race, right? Yeah, I was yeah. in Missouri. And mm-hmm. so, you know, again, I was 21. I was, yeah. I don't know what to expect. Yeah. And, you know, it was iffy, yeah. you know, at times, certainly. Yeah. But, you know, homesick, like you were – all that stuff yeah, is yeah. very – Yeah, it's a real thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and not to mention it's like I was training three days a week. And like, mm-hmm. Those other four days were long, dark days, yeah, you know. And yeah. then it's just like you start to make friends. And it kind of sure. – it took a, a while, honestly, yeah. to get acclimated and, yeah. and to kind of get comfortable. And then I start working shows. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it took a while. Then, you know, a few opportunities came. Yeah. And, yeah. But that – it was one of those things. It's like I lived out there for five years. That's a yeah. long time. That is a long time. If yeah. I'd known in 07, like, mm-hmm. hey – in 2012, you might get an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I did. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a long time. It's a long time. Yeah. Five years is a long time. And then that doesn't even go as long as you want or work yeah. out like you want. You know, it's – but again, it, it is what it is, right? Yeah. You know, we, we all have to kind of just go with our journey and yeah. kind of go with where it goes. Yeah. Because um, how long was it from whenever you got like in like 2012? Like did you know like you're like on like it probably wasn't going to – so I got signed to, to NXT. NXT, I remember that. And, yeah, uh, I got released in thirteen. Okay, so about ten months later. So not, I wasn't there very, very long. Yeah, and then you know I knew it wasn't really my jam there mm-hmm. anyway. I wasn't mm-hmm. really 
liking yeah. it. Yeah. And so I think it's better now because they've got the performance sure. center and it's uh-huh. a little bit bigger and uh-huh. more money and things like that. Uh-huh. But I was really like, I want to go to Japan. Yeah. So I, I went yeah. there again in 2015. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Now, yeah. We're, now we got something going. Yeah. Didn't end up going for a little bit. Then yeah. I go in 16 and I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. Now we got yeah. some momentum. Yeah. Good feedback. Everyone's like, yeah, we're going to bring you back. Okay, yeah. great. 2017, I kind of talked to the Japanese again, and it yeah. doesn't seem like and it's it going wasn't, to... wasn't. And it, was, and it wasn't even like me. It was like I was associated with WLW. Okay. And I think that relationship kind of was gone yeah. at this point. And yeah. it's like kind of caught in the middle of sure. whatever it is. And it's uh-huh. just like, I'm like, man... And I'm not trying to dog anyone. I didn't no. want to be. I didn't want to be a local wrestler. Sure, uh-huh. it wasn't. Yeah, that it just wasn't. You, you, you know, your thing. You know, I I know some guys. I think they get something out of it. Mm-hmm. That was never me. Mm-hmm. And and I I know there's a lot of guys here that are good. Yeah, and they do travel a bit. But I was just yeah. like, yeah. Again, I'm tired of being broke. Sure, I'm tired of <laughs> yeah. you know having nothing. And yeah. and so now you know I bought a car, I bought a house. Yeah, and, yeah. You have a job that pays well, and yeah. it's to me, it's like, yeah. Do I do I still want to wrestle? Yeah, yeah. probably a little bit, but yeah. I also like to have a comfortable life. Sure, too, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. And, and an opportunity may have came, but maybe yeah. it, maybe it yeah. wouldn't have. I but don't you've know. gotten all, all the awesome experiences yeah. out of uh, you know you know making it to NXT and then traveling. Because my my one thing I really wanted to do was go to Japan. And like, it's awesome. Not even really to rest. I mean, if wrestling took me there, like that was in my mind when I was trying to you know train and stuff but the Jap- the japanese like culture i just love yeah, you know oh, i just yeah. i just think it'd be so cool that's i mean i bought a passport before i moved to houston because i could do what if i get the opportunity to, to go to japan never used it sure <laughs> you, know? Yeah, you but, never know but i would love to still obviously one day like is japan like what are your like oh it's my is own. that i, I, like, I would one of your favorite it. spots like to wrestle or i loved wrestling over there i love uh-huh. the culture i love mm-hmm. the food yeah i uh yeah. i would love to travel there again someday yeah it's like, just like a vacation or something right yeah, because I made a lot of contacts over there too. Yeah, I would love to go watch a show as a fan. Yeah, I think yeah. that'd be so much fun. Yeah, I would. Yeah, especially in Japan because I don't I don't know what it is about the culture or just the you know their style over there, but I'm just like intrigued by it. You know. Yeah, and and what's funny, you were kind of talking about you didn't really know anything about New Japan mm-hmm. when you yeah, were training, yeah. and you know I was kind of the same way when I first got to Harley's because he had a working relationship with a company called Pro Wrestling Noah. Okay. And that's where I ended up going the first two times and I didn't really know a lot about it. I knew yeah. a little bit about yeah. it, but but I don't know. It was just, once I got there, I was like, man, this is awesome yeah. because it was so sport-based. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think because we love wrestling, it's kind of, uh, it's, it's awkward to tell people because they may have turned Monday Night Raw on, <laughs> on, on a a wedding, you know, yeah, 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 exactly. a wedding, or, you know, with milk. Yeah. You might've seen it's that just, side of it. It's like, what? Yeah. The boogeyman um, eating worms or something. Right. And, you know, to me, it was always easier to say like, no, this is, this is the, like the sports side. Yeah. You know, actually, instead of which that's kind of what AEW wanted to do. Right. I'm not, I haven't really followed. Goof, they have goofy stuff. Do they? Yeah. I haven't followed that too closely. And I always thought, cause that was, AEW was on the come up, like right when I was getting into training. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think if AEW, was already around when I got into like training totally different. I might have saw that as like a destination Mm -hmm. or something because it seems more, I don't don't know how to describe it because I've only seen like snippets here and there, but it seems more of like an old school wrestling vibe. Maybe I don't know. It has old school vibes. It Uh has new school vibes. I think the thing about it, what I like is I feel like they tell a story that compels me. Okay. To to, like, to me, like the, the whole thing of wrestling Uh is, you have two guys that have an issue, yeah. and you get me to pay money to watch to watch them. it. Yeah, that, yeah. right. Yeah. That's why it's a promo. It's yeah. designed 
it's like you know, I'm sure you watched infomercials. And yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, yeah. I, do, I do need I do run, need that. You know, after 30 minutes of them yelling at me, I do, I do need, need that. that right? drill. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so to me, like, that's the whole crux of, of, a, of a wrestling match is you mm-hmm. do all this stuff, mm-hmm. whatever it is. To get me to want to see yeah, this, yeah, and you, buy need, it. you and need people in the seats, and you need the yeah. old paying for pay per views. WWE yeah. does a really good job of recapping everything. So, yeah. like, if you don't, like, if you're watching, <laughs> like, I'm watching WrestleMania. I'm trying to catch up on it right now. Yeah, I don't know any of the storylines sure. coming in, but uh, they recap it so, so do well. They re- every before every single match, there's a ten minute yeah. recap. You know, it, right, but I mean, show. <laughs> but thing like you can go into this cold and be caught up. Yeah, yeah you really can. They and, do and a good job on that. Yeah. yeah. AEW, I think, is is learning because they're still a new company, but like they'll they'll do stuff and they'll do videos and where it's like, wow, I do want to see that match. Yeah. I do want to watch that. And, you know, for me, I want this, them to succeed because mm-hmm. that's good for wrestling. Yeah, it's good for wrestling. You know, yeah. you want every company to yeah. succeed, even though no one's going to take down WWE. Ever. I mean, there's always, you know? there's always, I mean, if there's Coke, there's Pepsi, right? right. I yeah. mean, there's NFL, XFL. Exactly. Just to throw the XFL in there. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that to me is, I think it's cool. And I, you yeah. know, I hope other come. I know Tony Khan just bought ring of honor. So, yeah. I saw that know, too. Maybe that will be good for them. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But I, like I said, I, it's, it gives a lot of other guys an opportunity yeah. to work. And I think yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. I think they've got some cool, I mean, I, can't name many wrestlers on there, but from what I've seen, it seems like they got cool, like young guys. Mm-hmm. I was always a big fan of CM Punk. So yeah, yeah. it's cool that he's back uh, doing his thing. I think it just proves like Jericho was one of my favorite yeah. uh, wrestlers and just how. Well, Sting's there. Like, Sting's there. I mean, he's 63 yeah. and he's doing dives off a balcony. Yeah, it's dude, like, what? That's, that's just insane. Yeah. You know? I, uh, after The Weakest Link aired, I did go through like Twitter and like stuff to see what people were posting. There was one comment that said, Alex has that Chris Jericho hair. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's cool. I just just got like reference to like one of my favorite wrestlers like growing up that, because, that's, that's cool because though. of this you know but like seeing chris jericho on aew um just like how like i mean he that dude's like kept just evolving and staying right up the ranks for his mm-hmm. entire yeah career and it's i love very the hardys, smart you know yeah and, and seeing, like how cool is that they're back you know, yeah as a yeah team. yeah because so the hardys were uh two i was like super big on growing up and then you got like i said cm punk but i don't know that whole thing the whole aew if I was still into wrestling, I mean, actively like watching every week, mm-hmm. I think that would be the one I would gravitate towards yeah. more. And then if it was around when I was training, I probably would have saw that as like my goal to get to there. Sure, you know, and but you never know. So what could have happened? What all the what ifs? You can and, you can live, <laughs> you can live in the woulda coulda shoulda. Yeah, right? you know, just like if I would have went first in that in the round of the weakest link, I could have I could maybe could have been walking home with forty five grand. Exactly. So, but exactly. instead, I flew home with just a free trip, which it was still good for me. Absolutely, <laughs> dude. This has been so much fun. This has been a lot of fun, man. I've uh, definitely enjoyed this. Do you have any social media you can put out there? Like I do. My my really just Instagram. Uh, if you want to follow at underscore root beer. So that's where you can find me. Root beer is the nickname because my initials are A and W. So that's uh, <laughs> I don't know if you ever knew that. I, but, I knew that that, yeah. that was your nickname, but I didn't know where that yeah, came that's, from. Yeah, that's that's been my nickname since fourth grade. So teachers called me it. Coaches, really? All, I mean, I never hear Alex with. Are you a, a root beer fan? I actually don't drink pop. So <laughs> that's the, I gave up pop like I think around like fourteen and haven't had any since. And then, but I'm nicknamed after. After a, after I, a I love it. So, <laughs> yeah, so at underscore root beer on Instagram is pretty much the only one I use. The, I so, love it. That's yeah. great. I, well, I was checking your Instagram out. I know uh, all the uh, Topanga. So that's a – yeah, if you go on there, I'm a huge – had a huge crush my whole life on Topanga. So that is my celebrity yeah, she's a crush. wrestling fan. She is. <laughs> so I even had <laughs> – real quick, I had this whole like – before I was going on the weakest link, like whenever I knew I was going out there, this whole like concept in my head, I was like, okay, this goes on NBC. I know that WWE was getting like in the process of like going 
getting the network on NBC. Topanga's a wrestling fan. If I somehow get Topanga and they're like, I talk to the NBC producers to do like a sitcom about Topanga being like this, like, you know, like a mom and like she has a kid like getting into wrestling. Like I'm like the uncle or something. I don't know. I was like, yeah. I was trying to come up in my head like this crazy scenario about right. how I could like work with Topanga and then none of that happened. <laughs> so, but that's just how much of like a fan of hers I am. But yeah, I do take that picture every Christmas of Dude, me in the Topanga shirt. I love it. <laughs> well, I think like there was like the three celebrity, me and my friends were talking about there was three uh-huh. crushers from the 90s. Yeah. It was Topanga. Topanga. Kelly Kapowski. From Saved by the Bell? Yes. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the Pink Ranger. The, oh, <laughs> the Pink Ranger. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, funny. And like, it was like yeah. everybody's top Yeah, three. that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually just got a skateboard, skate deck with Topanga on it Amazing. a couple of days ago. <laughs> so it's just, she will always be my number one celebrity crush. Dude, I love it. That's great stuff. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I hope we can do this again down the road. Dude, we should. We definitely will. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here to close it up on episode 73 of, you know, it's fake, right? The ongoing battle with the dirtiest four-letter word in professional wrestling. Uh, Thank you guys for checking out the show. Hopefully you enjoyed my conversation with Alex Warren. Um, Root beer, right? I love that nickname. So much fun. He actually broke that down, if you didn't hear. Uh, It's at the end there. But um, I I loved hearing about his time on, uh, on The Weakest Link. So much fun. And oddly enough, since that, another friend of mine in the wrestling business was on a game show. Yes. I mean, like, what are the odds that I have wrestled two people on two different game shows? And uh, guess what? There's a episode of him coming up very soon as well. So stay tuned for that. That'll be coming up in a few weeks. But like I said, big shout out to Alex. I'm sure he'll be on again down the road. He was just a really fun guy to talk with. And that's kind of always been the MO of this show. I just want to have fun people to talk with and have good conversations. It doesn't always have to be about wrestling. I think that's usually the common thread, but just having different people on the show is always, always a good time. So definitely uh, fun stuff there. So um, yeah, the, uh, big shout out to Alex for being on the show next week. My guest will be Nathan Estrada, who uh, I've known for many, many years. He uh, got his start here in Oklahoma as a professional wrestler. And uh, we kind of dive into all that. He's now working as a promoter. He has his own company. He's still trying to get out there now that the world's somewhat opening back up. And even though he's still a promoter and he's uh, he's got a kid, he's still trying to make it as a pro wrestler. And I think that that's a really cool story. So Nathan Estrada will be coming up next week on the show. Definitely looking forward to that. It's going to be another great episode. Um, I appreciate you guys' support. Um, anyway, everyone on Twitter that supports us, or this show or any podcast I do, I always appreciate that more than, you know, just taking the time to retweet it or, or, or say that you're listening, whatever it might be that always, that helps out immensely. So I do appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's going to be a, a lot of fun next week. Also double or nothing was this past weekend. Did you guys check it out? What'd you guys think? Um, I thought it was a pretty good show. I, you know, I think it's, it was long. I know a lot of people kind of complained about that. Um, Steve Hoker brought up a good point. I was talking with him about it, and he goes, yeah, it's more bang for your buck, though. I'm like, true. I mean, I, I don't... Is it a long show? Yeah, but so is WrestleMania. You know, it's... Yeah, it's long, but movies are long today. The Batman movie was like three hours long, you know? It is what it is, right? <laughs> it's the world we live in. But overall, I thought it was a pretty fun show. Yeah, there were some there were some spots that weren't the best, but overall, it was a pretty fun, pretty fun wrestling show. So wasn't I wasn't disappointed in it, and I definitely do plan to get Forbidden Door. Hopefully, that's a yearly thing as well. I think uh, having a AEW versus New Japan Super Show is a fun idea. 
anyway, thank you guys for checking it out. Uh, make sure to check out you know some of my podcasting buddies, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, Ringside Rant, um, Boot to the Face, Tales from the Estate, In the Marbles, jeez, um, I'm, I'm kind of going off memory here, Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast, uh, Trivia with Buds, Howlin' with the Wolf with my pal Jason Wolf. Um, sorry if I missed you. I'm just kind of going off memory to try to get this episode out. Uh, it's a little bit late, but better late than never. Um, it is Memorial Day, and yesterday I was up late with a pay-per-view, so that is why it's not out yet. But uh, anyway, thank you guys. Um, I'm sure some of you saw I had a uh, pretty interesting situation at my house this past weekend. I uh, I was working nights, and I uh, I get I get up around noon usually when I work nights. I guess I got home about 5 a.m. 5.30 probably, and a big pole, like a telephone pole, has had fallen, or electric pole, I don't know what you call it, I've always called it a telephone pole, I don't, I don't really think it's for phone lines, but it had fallen in my backyard, um, and you know, the lines connected from that pole directly to my house, and those lines were on the ground, and um, you know, it, it kind of, it put me in a weird, like, oh my god, what do I do, situation, like, was that down the night before, when my dog was outside, I don't know, was she smart enough just to not touch it, I don't know, like, did she touch it and it just didn't shock her, I don't know, did it fall that morning, I'm not sure, like, and then, you know, all those little things kind of come into play, like, if that fell, like, that could have set my house on fire while I was asleep, you know, would I have woken up, maybe, what if the fire started in my room, though, because where the lines connect to my house, is right where that that wall is my bedroom. So there was a lot of factors there that really kind of freaked me out. Um, I called the electric company. They came and looked at it, and the guy that looked at it kind of freaked out, like, oh, no. And I was like, well, that's not what you want to hear. And so I was pretty shaken for most of the day, kind of thinking, like, what do I do here? Like, I can't really go to work, because what if something happens? I can't let her out, because... What if she goes near it? What if she chews on it? What if something happens? I mean, I don't know. So it was a um, it was a very very nerve wracking situation. I posted some pictures. I appreciate everybody's uh, thoughts on it because it was uh, it was scary for sure. But uh, they got it fixed up. It's back up now and uh, seems to be out of the woods. But I think lesson to be learned for everybody there is just be careful because you never know. Things like that are so out of our control. There's nothing we can do, and it can happen. But all is well now, so I appreciate all the uh, all the nice messages I got. Um, and that's all I got for this week. Thank you guys for checking out You Know It's Fake, Right? Next week will be Nathan Estrada. And remember, as the great Johnny Valentine once said, I cannot make you believe that pro wrestling is real, but I sure as hell can make you believe that I am. I'm Brian Breaker. This is You Know It's Fake, Right? And we'll see you guys next week. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Wonderful. I've been around for a minute, and I can stand toe-to-toe with the best of the minute. Don't give a damn about critics, they talk a lot, but at the end of the night, I'm selling the tickets. All the tough guys avoid me, the ladies all adore me, paparazzi record me, I can put on a clinic, all my opposers are born.